morning, everyone. Welcome to Noah's Window. Yesterday, on Noah's Window, I was talking about anger. We're in Ephesians chapter 4 as we're mining nuggets out of this great book that shows Christ followers how to live. And the Bible in Ephesians 4 talks a lot about anger. It's important to me because it's been a lifelong challenge. And I want to get ahead of the issue with anger. And today, I'd like to... Um, begin our little talk here that's ultimately going to focus on Ephesians 4, 31 and 32. I want to begin the talk with something that I experienced many, many times when I was counseling, especially when I was doing uh, marriage counseling back in the day of my early years of pastoring New Spring. Often I would have a couple set in my office and, and uh, we'd talk about the issues and the challenges with anger and one person would say, well, the other person has an anger problem. And and, and I've had people say this, I, I don't have an anger problem. And I would sit there as a counselor and I wouldn't say this, but my, my thought was, you're a very angry person. What they often meant was, I don't have the same brand of anger that my wife has or that my husband has. And today the word of God is going to get right in our chili on this because the Bible tells us that anger manifests itself in, in way more than one way. Oftentimes when people say uh, they don't have an anger problem, what they mean is they don't have a temper problem. They don't have an outburst of anger, but, but clearly that's only one form of anger. So let me read the whole verse to you, the whole couple of verses to you, and then we'll go back and we'll, we'll talk about the different brands of anger that the Bible is challenging us to get rid of. And by the way, it does say get rid of these. Verse 31, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Now, we're gonna just go slowly through that because the Bible is gonna give us five or six different manifestations of anger that we have to wrestle with. And here's the deal, depending upon our personality types, depending upon how we grew up and just a whole lot of factors, uh, we're going to probably find our, our biggest issue with anger in here. So let's start with the first one. Get rid of all bitterness. Well, bitterness here means resentment. And this is very literal of the Greek language. It means to feel stings, S-T-I-N-G-S. To feel stings when a person comes to mind. Now, <laughs> I've experienced this before. You know, you just have a problem with somebody and just the very thought of that person causes your mind to be stunned. Well, we might not want to admit this, but Bible calls that bitterness. You know, bitterness is often something that we spot in other people easier than we spot in ourselves. And so the Bible says, get rid of it. Now, one thing that I notice here, the Bible doesn't say that people don't cause us to feel resentment. I mean, in, it, we're, we're all going to be naturally inclined to resent when someone does wrong. But the Word of God is challenging us here to get rid of that. In other words, it's not something that needs to stay in our lives. So get rid of all bitterness, which is resentment, our feeling esteem when somebody comes into our presence or comes to mind. Okay, number two, rage. God says get rid of all rage. Well, this is exactly what it sounds like. This is angry outbursts of temper. This is oftentimes what we think about when we say someone has an anger problem. And the reason why we tend to identify all anger this way is because it's so noticeable. It's so obvious. It's so apparent. And scripture tells us as Christ followers, rage is never to be part of our lives. It's something that we are to get rid of. It doesn't say that we don't 
have the natural inclination toward it. It just says something that we are to get rid of. And you know, when I think back on embarrassments in my life, I think one of the things that has caused me to be embarrassed, unfortunately this hasn't happened often, is when I've had an angry outburst. And I mean, you know, these can be pretty, pretty controlled, but you know what it's like when you're in a scenario, maybe you're doing business somewhere and and someone just causes you to have to wait too long or maybe does something that's unfair. You know, it's that snapping back. And scripture says, get rid of angry outbursts of temper. Well, the next word is anger. So we know that all of these are some form of anger. What does the Bible mean by using the term anger? This is interesting. It means the settled condition of anger. In other words, I was angry, but anger has now stayed. And it is that settled condition of just being angry. Brawling. Well, here's a bit when brawling means fussing or quarreling. And, and that's part of anger too, isn't it? I mean, it's just this idea of, of turmoil, of, of arguing, of fussing. And the Bible says, get rid of that. And now the word slander. Oftentimes when we get angry, we say things about the people that we're angry at. And that's what the Bible is talking about here. Slander means insults are talking bad about people. You know, I've watched in my own life when someone you know, stimulates me to anger and I, I, I give in to that emotion. If it stays, it's hard for me not to talk about that with other people. And scripture says that's something that we get rid of. And then... It closes out with, along with every form of malice. It's like, it's like the Holy Spirit has given us a catch-all word, just in case, you know, we didn't, get, we didn't see ourselves in the bitterness or the rage or the settled condition of anger or the fussing and quarreling or talking bad about people who are angry. Just in case we didn't see ourselves there, God just gives us this catch-all word to make sure that we don't slide through this and feel like we get a pass. Malice just means... Bad feelings of any kind. Just bad feelings associated with anger. Now, verse 32 indicates that God knew how we would respond to this. It's human nature to say, I can't do that. And the reason why we say, I can't do that, is deep inside of us, in our old nature, we believe anger is more powerful than God because God has clearly told us we can deal with this. But because we've lived in the old nature for so long, there is a feeling that my anger is more powerful than God, and I can't. It's human nature to say that. And so God comes along to give us some instruction to help us bring that into focus. In verse 32, it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ, as in Christ, God forgave When I'm inclined to hold on to my anger because someone has done something wrong in my life, it is my nature to say I can't let go of this until I see the cross and I see Jesus dying there for all the offenses that I brought to him. And in his grace, he forgave me. Remember, this whole chapter is about living the life of a Christ follower. It's about putting off the old nature like soiled clothing and putting on a new nature. Maybe this is the best way of saying it. When we get angry, 
We can choose. We can choose to look at what's been done to us, or we can choose to look at what's been done for us by Christ. And when we look at what Christ has done for us, I think we will, we will come to the conclusion that we can afford to be gracious because we've been extended such grace and mercy. Well, as I shared with you yesterday, and I'll share with you again, anger has been a, a challenge for me. It's been something in my life that I care about overcoming. And the question you might ask is, do you feel that you've overcome? No, it's something I have to overcome every day. It's a battle I have to fight every day. But I felt that it was important for us to take these two days on Noah's Wind and talk about it, because you and I are living in a culture that gets angrier by the moment. People get angry over politics, they get angry over culture, they get angry over things that no one control. It's like anger is almost the predominant emotion of our culture. And as Christ follows, it is critical that we not get sucked into that vortex, that we live a different kind of life. The power is there. It's available. Let's grab hold of it. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that you'll help me with these struggles. Thank you for the clarity and specificity that you give us here about the issues, the different kinds of anger. And Father, I pray that none of us will walk away from this text and say, I don't have a problem with anger. Lord, we all do. We pray that we'll find your peace and grace, and most of all, that we'll focus on Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, thanks for joining us today on Noah's Window. I hope these, uh, these little talks are beneficial, but one more, one more time, why don't you just go through Ephesians chapter four today, because it's such a great chapter to help us reset as we follow Jesus. See you tomorrow.